Hi, I'm Angus McGruther. And I'm Marla Gedia. And this is episode 9 of Auslander. Conversations with... With what? <laughs> Aussie creatives living in Berlin. Um, today we have... <laughs> Georgia Ginevan, or yes. Gigi. Gigi she's Music. A, she's a, a singer-songwriter and a photographer. And my friend. Yeah. And my kid's babysitter. She is a jack of all trades and generally awesome human. Yeah, she had a, her first EP release at the beginning of this year. In Oz, and then she had a European release. Yeah, and she's been doing a lot of interesting stuff with her music and photography. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about how they influence each other. And also, she's been in Berlin how long now? Three? About two, two and a bit years. Almost three. Well, three years. Almost. Yeah. But um, check her out. She's on Bandcamp and Spotify, and we'll put all the links yeah. Underneath. So you and she's going to be in Australia over the summer. So if anyone is listening in Australia, she might be popping up on stage somewhere and we'll keep you posted. Yeah, catch her. She's really great live. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. Today we have Georgia Ginevan, who is behind Gigi. And Georgia, I met um, about two years ago, was it? Yeah, a year yeah. and a half ago, I think. And actually, yeah. it was funny because um, she used to babysit my kids. And um, the reason why I hired her was because she just had this soulful energy about her. And I just knew that we would get along. So here we are today, two years later, and we're, we're really good friends. It feels and like you guys have known each other a, a longer. I always yeah, felt like yeah. you were in the, oh, really? in, in the picture for longer. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I feel like it's been a big, a big couple of years that we've spent yeah. together. Yeah, been yeah. through some stuff. And... I mean, I was pleasantly surprised to to make a friend out of, you know, somebody who looks after my kids. It's, yeah, it's like a double bonus. Yeah, but tell us about Gigi. Who is she? Hmm. <laughs> I think she's um yeah going through some transformation at the moment. I, I guess um, I I came from a cheers a singer-songwriter background and um, my parents were very into folk. They were organizing folk festivals in Australia and that was kind of my contact to music was folk music uh, for the first like 20 years of my life. Um, And then, oh, I was, um, yeah, I was playing music in high school too. I had a... So where are you from? I'm from Indigo Valley in Victoria. So it's Northeast Victoria. Yeah. um, Near Aubrey-Wodonga. Yeah, close to the border. Of, yeah. of within New South Wales and um yeah I don't know I mean I I um I could, <laughs> I've been, I could sing before I could talk um oh, so I've yeah music's always been and I remember I think it was my fourth but I have a really good memory too I think it was my fourth birthday that my mum gave me this like tape voice recorder thing mm. oh, and cool, so yeah. when I realized like you could record your own voice and then hear it back exactly and like <laughs> do whatever you want to do with a microphone <laughs> yeah. that um that it just kind of began there yeah um and I also I started writing songs from when I was really like as soon as I could write so probably seven or something I was writing songs wow um and then I think it was only really when I was early teenager that I that it was kind of getting more um more intense or that I wanted to do more with it or I was getting more emotional as a person and I wanted mm-hmm. to to get it out and mm-hmm. um yeah so f- me and two girlfriends we made a, um like girl punk like pop punk band <laughs> in awesome. high school. did you have a name yeah we did yeah what we were it? called um squeal and piggyback Cute. and how, well, like, how old were you at this point I would have been I guess we started maybe when I was 
14 or 15. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And cool. there were different people. Like we had another, a friend, Annie was in it for a bit and then she left. And then we got a drummer and. The scandal wow. of the person that leaves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Big scandal. Yeah, it's like Jerry Hallowell. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> <laughs> back to two. <laughs> the goodbye to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so then that was fun and we recorded some songs. Um, uh, in Melbourne to, with that project and did quite cool. a few shows in, in like our hometown. Um, and then I, yeah, then I was living in Canberra in university and I couldn't really find people to work with, or I don't know, maybe I was more focused on academic stuff mm. then, but, um, I was doing more like singer songwriter stuff. And then, uh, yeah, it was during university that I decided to come to Berlin. Um, okay because I, I wasn't finding my creative energy in Canberra mm-hmm. where I was living. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry, Canberra. Topic for another issue. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and yeah, so, so right now I'm, it's, I have had had a band in Berlin and also now I'm working on some pop production stuff. Okay. So Gigi has gone through a whole range of different stuff. And how long have you been in Berlin now? Um, three and a bit years. Okay. Yeah. And what was the... Um, buzz that you got in Canberra about like who in Canberra was talking about Berlin um yeah so not many people it was actually so my sister had been here she did a six-month exchange here at FU at the uh, free university Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and so I'd heard you know about it uh, from her and then another friend of mine um was studying honors and she had just come back from Berlin and she just was telling me that it that she thought I would really like it as well. So mm. I didn't I didn't really know much about it, but just having a few people say to me, it's a really wonderful place, you should go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then also me feeling quite like academically buzzed, but like sure. culturally or creatively kind of dead. Um, I just had nothing to lose. So I was like, I'll just go somewhere where all of that life already exists. All of the yeah. creativity is already really established and sure. bathe in that. Yeah. So yeah. you were studying at uni at yeah. RMIT, is that right? No, no, so I was studying at ANU. And what were you studying? And then I did um, anthropology and environmental studies. Which is like very academic. Yeah, and, yeah. And did you choose that because you didn't trust your artistic yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really, yeah, <laughs> totally. I, I only asked you that because I did something similar. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. So I was doing also drama in, in high school and I really loved drama. Um, and my drama teacher at the time had worked internationally and was amazing. And um, somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was like my one of my aunties or, or my grandfather, but um, yeah, the, uh, there was a bit of a suspicion about creativity and mm. creative arts and, okay. and, and, you know, potential for a career type of thing yeah, yeah so it's somewhere along the line I got a bit twisted and thought that any of this like urges that I have were like mm. super bad mm-hmm. um and that was part of my reason to go to Canberra too like I I did I loved Melbourne and the the vibrance like of Melbourne um but I didn't want to get distracted from sure. academic studies so I thought like Canberra would be a good place to do it so already by that stage I had had it in my mind my mind that um, creative expression was like a bad thing, yeah. you know, which is really but, weird. But you know, I, fi- I find that to be kind of a common theme in a lot of the guests that we've we've interviewed here and yeah. on this podcast. That um, and I wonder if that's an Australian mentality. Yeah, because um, you know, I 
I also grew up with sort of being a bit nervous about wanting to express my artistic urges, if yeah. you want to call them that, or and and also being afraid to tell my parents that this was actually something that I wanted to pursue as a mm. career. Yeah, and um, and I've heard it time and time again. And I feel like in Australia, it's it's kind of a lot of emphasis is either on sport or on academia. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. um, and, and here it still feels like it's. Um, you know, not that all artists in Berlin or in Germany, you know, make a huge amount of money, but it's still considered serious. Like, oh, mm. I'm an artist and people are like, right, yes, yeah, so you, yeah. you studied that or you do it or I do photography or I do music and it is still serious in mm. a way. Like, and, and that's reflected in, in the amounts of um, grants and, and um, money that you can get for projects here, yeah. Yeah. particularly in Germany. So... Yeah. Um, which is something that lacks, I feel, in in Australia. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like with um, things might be shifting a bit also in Australia. Like there's so many, you know, internationally successful Australian artists yeah. who still mm-hmm. live in Australia and through... Yeah, through them. Yeah, like, I don't know, through social media or something, they've been able to like establish their fan base mm-hmm. really internationally. So they maybe don't rely on like government funding or like yeah. right. the availability of grants anymore. That's so true. That's I think true. that's really cool. But um, I, yeah, I'm not sure where the suspicion of the arts comes from in Australia, if it's because it's like traditionally has been a really limited um, uh, like job market because mm. there's so few people or whether it's a cultural thing that's, that's different to that. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully there is a shift. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Tell me about your process of, of songwriting, um, especially as a, as a child. Yeah. Because I have kids and I, yeah. I'm very interested in what sort of child writes a song and how, how does a child write a song and how have you evolved in that, in that realm? Yeah. Um, I have no idea where, the, where it all came from. Um, I remember actually... So I really love the Spice Girls. Yeah. as a kid like i was like of course you do yeah who, who doesn't yeah really i didn't deep down come no. on, deep down they were pretty they were joking uh, <laughs> angus <laughs> loved them which one was i you were definitely baby what yeah i was baby no. were you baby yeah it's no. baby oh, yeah. i think I'm i was posh. a jerry fan I were you jerry i'm jerry. posh anyway fever forever <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. No, no, no. But she, I think she had an attempt at comeback a couple of years ago. Oh, I saw yeah. her and then it just flopped. Yeah. Oh, so. there's some bad, some bad YouTube yeah. videos of her now. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. It's, oh, well. She was on... They um, had a good time, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had, you know, the spicy time. Anyway, back to you. Yeah, so I think there was something about their pop music that, like, really, like, roused me as a, as a kid, like... I was really obsessed with them. Mm. Um, and I don't know how the connection for me, me to start writing music, like, but it must have been influenced by them somehow. Um, but yeah, I guess the first song I ever wrote was a bit of a rap thing. And yeah. I, I brought into it like one of my favorite like children's authors. Like I was like rapping about him and how good he was. And <laughs> Who was that author? Um, Bill Paint is the name of okay. this person. Um, yeah, I, I think he's like this English uh, book writer from like the 60s or something. But okay. He's got a whole series of like books and they're really, really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, and I you would, rapped about him. Yeah, like, the, <laughs> like 
dropped his name in it, oh, you know. Of course, of course. <laughs> Important That's to awesome. acknowledge your influence. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I, I don't know. That's and then awesome. it was a really, really imaginative songs. Like I remember writing about um, a microwave and like not knowing how a microwave works and then thinking that there was like dragons inside the microwave. So I was like that singing. Made, all, made yeah, the lasers. Exactly. That's awesome. So I was like singing about this too. And, um, so cute. Yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch of different oh, stuff. Oh, you would have been an awesome kid. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I remembered all of it though. But uh, there was also a point which, um, to my sister, if she's listening, but yeah, older sisters, of course, are teasing you yeah. too. Yeah. So there was one time where I got really annoyed at her teasing me and I had this like yellow envelope of songs and I threw it in the fire because I was like, <gasps> there, oh, no. take that. Like, oh. I'm not like, this is just something that I'm doing, but... I don't know if I... Um, what, was she, she, what would she tease you about? What she oh, I don't know. She was like reading out the lyrics But or did she feel oh. bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hated it. And she still does. Oh. <laughs> you bring it up, don't you? That's yeah. so sad. Anytime. Exactly. My other one. <laughs> I could have been a millionaire. <laughs> All that wasted microwave talent. Dragons. Yeah. Microwave dragons. Microwave yeah. dragons down and burned. Oh, but that's, that's normal for siblings. Oh, yeah, cool. totally. Yeah. But yeah. what's your process now? So, uh, yeah. how, and how has Berlin helped you in that? Um, so I wasn't I wasn't writing for a little bit when I came here. It was more just a process of like mentally reconfigure, like reconfiguration of like who I am and like what mm. I'm doing here, and mm. and the, then even like the things that I think about or like how I take up my time. You know, mm-hmm. so I really had to like shed a lot of stuff and then. And also to make it okay to sit at home and, and just listen to music or like try and understand music and spend hours, yeah. you know, really differently. Um, so that took a while. And then I think after about six months, I started writing again. Um, and yeah, for me, normally I, I keep a notebook with me all the time. So mm-hmm. often I'll just write things down if I see something or hear something or, um, if there's a set of words that sound good together or have a certain rhythm to them or um, a like unique kind of image or something. Um, So you start with lyrics? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's a melody, but I would say like 90% of the time for me, it's the lyrics come first Mm -hmm. and then there would be a melody and then I'd have to try and find the chords, Um, which is, is, that's the part where it is really good working with people. Cause I think for me, the lyrics are more important than, or they because they're the first thing they're what I think about more and um, working with musicians who are like very good musicians is really mm-hmm. cool because I could be like if this is the melody what kind of chords are we using right. and how does right. that affect rather than just like really obvious yeah clunky like major right. chords or something so yeah in a way you're like a poet and you you come up with the lyrics first and then you then you put the music underneath yeah that I fits yeah the lyrics I is guess so right? yeah. Okay. But I think like melody comes pretty quickly afterwards okay. as well. So it's it's always a musical thing. And I haven't ever like read my my poetry out, you know, at a poetry thing because it always yeah. just feels like a song anyway. So yeah. right. I haven't really been able to separate them yet. But yeah. Um, yeah. But this is like right now I'm working with um, yeah a co-producer and we want to do some co-writing stuff together and I, with the lyrics. And I haven't really done that before with other people. So mm. it'll be interesting to see how that works. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How it goes. Wow. Yeah. And do you think, um, your music would have taken a different direction if you had stayed 
in Australia? Like, do you think it would have, like, the GG would have developed differently or stayed the same? Or yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, it's hard to know how, like, in which direction it would have gone. And I think so much of it depends on who you meet. Like, mm. who are the people that are influencing you? Sure. Yeah. And who you collaborate with? Yeah, so. totally. Yeah, because I started. Um, here for you know two years or something doing really singer songwriter stuff but I always I never felt comfortable doing it just with yeah. the acoustic guitar like it was never enough yeah um it wasn't the right energy I felt yeah. a bit because I'd also done acting I, I felt mm. really just stuck yeah. right. behind the guitar um and so then and I, I met this guy Stephen who's now one of my like main collaborators um we probably met like a year ago and I remember talking to him about like who my like favorite um, artists were mm-hmm. and the stuff that I really looked up to. And he was like, this was after a show of mine and he was like blown away because he was like, okay, but the, the what you're making and like the music that they're making is like fully different. Mm. Like, do you want to get in, do you want to get to like in that direction, in that direction or are you yeah. happy kind of here? And I was like, no, I want to, I want to be like that. And so then, then that's when we started working together and I kind of learned some stuff about pop rather than just like acoustic rambly kind of music, but how to like pull it all together and the importance of like rhythm in the words as well mm. and how to make it a bit more punchy. Sure. So um, going back on that, who, yeah. who are those influences? Um, so I think at that time I said to him, Lord and Grimes, who are still choices. like, yeah, two of my faves. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you were, you were at Lord, right? Yes. We, yeah, because yeah. we were there. And then yeah. So Lord, yeah, yeah, Lord yeah. Um, toured here, when was it? Was it like three weeks ago? Three weeks yeah. ago. And then um, Angus and I went together. And then I had a feeling that you were there. Mm. And I was just like... I just, I just think if George is in town, she must be here. And I texted you, and I didn't hear from you until after the concert. Yeah, yeah you were yeah. there, and I was so happy that you were there because her concert blew me away. Mm. Yeah, I mean, me she, too. She's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I liked it too. yeah, yeah. She was so good. I um, I didn't have tickets, so I had to like find a way around it. But then I got them online, and mm. I went, I went by myself. I was like, I just needed to. Sometimes there's these times yeah. where you just have to like it's a bit of a spiritual thing and you have to do it by yourself to absorb like every single part of it. Yeah. And, um, were you, where were you? You were on the side as well. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like middle, middle side part. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It was a wild. She was phenomenal. Mm. And I feel like just to be able to see that kind of, uh, clarity of her vision and it's, you know, her like unapologeticness about that whole act. And then to, to know that, that, that you can do it like that or that you, can do it exactly how you want to do it yeah. and find people and not sell out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Find people who want to work with that rather than yeah. like, I don't know, stooping or compromising, I yeah. guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. And what do you think Berliners can learn from Australians? Hmm. Um, I think, I think Australians, you know, um, are really, I don't know, definitely very open with each other. Mm. I think like obviously Berliners are as well, but sometimes here it's, um, people can be a bit, uh, afraid to be nice to each other or maybe, I don't know if it's a weather thing or just cause there's so many people in Europe anyway, that it's like, 
not really a big deal if you're doing the same thing. Whereas maybe Australians are like, oh, are you write songs or like oh you play the guitar too maybe we right. can do something together oh right so um, like open to like starting a conversation if you have something in common Is yeah that you maybe but I mean I'm saying this stuff but I'm not entirely sure because most of my life in Australia has not been particularly creative mm-hmm. like okay. it's been sitting underneath it but it was yeah. never a fully flourishing thing that's true so yeah. it's it's a I bit tricky to say how young you are how old are you <laughs> 26 yeah yeah man yeah okay so you were 23 when you came yeah exactly same as me oh really yeah yeah Yeah. good age yeah 23 wow and like looking back on it that's quite that is young that is young yeah i had done i studied already but it's still like just fresh out of university life experience just begun yeah totally but it's the the time to start you know Mm. i i went to london and to drama school at 20 yeah 22 23 Mm. seems Mm. like it's the right age to sort of yeah Yeah. exactly and you have a bit more of an idea about what you want you're not so naive Mm -hmm. yeah yeah although i don't know if i really knew what i wanted then yeah kind of you know but yeah yeah cool and um so berlin for you is it an an artistic haven is it everything that you expected or is it falling short oh no i i love it here um Honestly, I didn't, I didn't have many expectations because I I knew like when I came here that it, it was my own thing that I needed to work on. Mm. Like really, I just needed a space where everyone would be okay with me just existing for a little while and like looking inwards for a little while. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want any like negative attachment to that which I felt like maybe I couldn't have done in Australia. People would be like, what's up? Like, what are you, Mm. are you working? Are you productive? Whereas in here I could just kind of like go off the grid for like six months and just, and not have to be accountable to anyone else's like demands or anything. Um, And so that was also really good that I could just, um, yeah, do all of that kind of like soul searching stuff first. Mm. And then, I mean, here the, I've been a little bit out of it for the last six months of the like singer songwriter scene, but it is so supportive. Like, mm. and everyone who comes here to this like singer songwriter scene is just like, Oh my God, what? Because there's so many people doing it and there's like so many venues, but there's not this like ladder or hierarchy thing. It's like everyone talks to each other. Yeah. Mm. Um, even, Sharing. yeah. Even when people are like really well known in that scene, um, they still go to the open mics, you know? Yeah. So there's none of That's this so like cool. inaccessibility. Yeah. 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 It's really a flat kind of, um, which is amazing. Like I feel like in, I don't know, it doesn't exist in Australia, I wouldn't say. I don't imagine it exists in London or other places where... I think it's because, I mean, my take on that would be that people are really here for the art. Yeah. Mm. Like, yes, of course we want to make a living out of it, but Berlin is one of the only major cities in the world where you can live on a budget Mm. and still pursue your art and then fall in love with the art again rather than it becoming your... (laughs) Yeah. Your burden or your you know your side project or yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and so therefore like I you know the those well known singer songwriters still go to open mics because they just they just love it yeah mm. yeah exactly that that's where they come they're like born of that kind of mm. energy anyway yeah um, yeah definitely how how long do you see yourself here can you see yourself here like 
fully long term or like you take it year by year? How does it feel? Um, That's a big question, Angus. Well, because no, I, I asked because I, when I was like, I think yes, the first four or five years, I always felt like, yeah, Berlin, it was just like, no question mark. Yeah. And as I get older and I yeah. think more long term, there is more of a question mark. Right. Yeah. Will I be just, here next Will I be year here in five years? Does it make sense? Can I make a living? Do I, yeah. like, what do I want in life? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. That's just where I am. But that's yeah, yeah, asked. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it really depends. Like, like I was, I've been relatively busy for this whole year and it's only like, I just had a job that finished and you know, when stuff changes like that mm. or like the structure in your life kind of opens up and you're like, Oh my God, what am I doing now? Yeah. So I think it's like, as long as things are ticking over here, then, then I can be here and, and be creatively productive here. But uh, it can be really hard doing freelance work too, because yeah. when the gaps open, then they open really hard and yeah. you know, there's, no, like, there's no security about yeah. anything. So I guess I'll just ride that until I'm like, I've had enough of this sure. or until it's becoming too stressful maybe. or Yeah, yeah um, the joy get, goes away. Yeah. yeah. But often yeah. Um, in my experience of people who have done that and left, inevitably come back at yeah. some point well, yeah like, yeah i did I left yeah you keep kept, coming back i mean and i kept coming back yeah and yeah. i sort of sit back and watch because my my life is fully rooted here because i have a family and kids mm. but you know um much to my pleasure people come back yeah and i think it's because berlin has uh, enough to offer yes for, for artists yeah 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 definitely and i feel like in a way maybe it could be something where like I go and study or like build up my skills a bit more and then come back or mm. I can't imagine ever like drawing a line in the sand and being sure. like okay I'm done with this place like yeah. I feel like it's always at every point in your life it's gonna have something to yeah. and even if you. you weren't here you'd probably feel oh that was I was so influenced by Berlin which led me to here which yeah. would influence your music yeah totally yeah. yeah like just on yeah I was saying to you guys before but um on the weekend I was at this conference about electronic music production and um uh about Ableton and there was like a range of speakers from all over Europe and um and America mm. and really well-known people and like YouTube stars mm. or whatever and and then all of these different musical acts and um, just like the accessibility of that. Like yeah. it was it was an amazing conference. And Was that here in Berlin? It was, yeah. It was at the Funkhaus in Schönerbeide. And the fact that they have something like that in Berlin, you mm. know? Like, yeah. Because they yeah. find the city important enough to come. And totally. And like because this, this um, Ableton is based in Berlin and the Funkhaus is like the biggest um, set of recording studios in the world or oh. in the northern hemisphere okay but it's like just to be around that you right, know like yeah. that would never happen back home or it's just like the resources are not there so to yeah. come and like dip your toes in that for a while and maybe go away elsewhere to work on stuff but to be able to like have that connection to yeah it's sure. like powerhouse of the like forefront of the industry or whatever is just wild and even though i'm beginning in pop production but that i could go and like meet all these people yeah mm. just insane yeah yeah, yeah. awesome really energizing yeah um i've seen some of your photography yeah and it's beautiful thank you is that part of does that influence your music at all yeah it does um so did you study photography no 
no I haven't studied it it's it's been just a really also like with music actually I haven't studied either of them yeah. but it's just been you a hap- have to yeah just, a haphazard yeah. kind of just following my nose a bit with it mm. um but it does influence my my music um yeah Berlin's really an interesting like looking place mm. like the architecture here is pretty crazy and uh it's sometimes you like it's rough as well you see you know it's quite gritty yeah um all the, all the street art and all the different characters that you see on the street so yeah. i feel like there's a lot of like visual stuff yeah. getting thrown at you every time you like yeah. step out the door um and so often my lyrics are a bit about like a mood of I don't know the mood of the city or a mood of a scene or a landscape or I write I think I write quite visually um right and yeah often it's not a literal thing but it's like a collection of like like a collage of different scenes or different images that in my mind make up one mood Mm -hmm. um so definitely it's yeah and often it's not really like a story that I'm telling, like a, a linear story, but it's just like different ways to describe a certain feeling, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I love, I love that the two can mix like that. And um, right now I'm working on a song that feels very visual to me. And so I was just talking with some a, a friend about doing a video for it and how he would do it. And I've, you know, got some ideas about where that, where we would shoot it. Cool. And, just like the general vibe of it and so it's nice to be able to as this project this gg project expands but to be able to like bring in different people and um and yeah to be producing stuff myself and then also to have the imagery stuff kind of like thinking about that as well that it's getting a bigger bigger than it could have been with just like singer songwriter but right um yeah. yeah i love yeah, and there's like there's all these abandoned buildings and just weird yeah, places beautiful. here that um, definitely inspire mm. this like twisted kind of music. Yeah, I absolutely. think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. So you released an EP this year. Yes. What's it called again? Show me. Yeah, it's called. And that was yeah. this summer, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, January. So was summer. it in January? Yeah. Oh, uh, Australian yeah. summer, of course. Yeah, because I was <laughs> in Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so Georgia um, released her first EP, was it? Your yeah, first totally, yeah. And um, and then you had a release party here in Berlin yeah. as well. Yeah. Which went well. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It went yeah, really it well. Fun. It was an awesome night. Um, and so, how are those songs? How much of that was written here in Berlin? So, the EP was four original tracks and. Um, Two of them are written here and two of them are written back in Australia. Right. So they were already quite old songs, I guess, like, yeah, three years old already by mm-hmm. the time the EP came out this this year. Um, but, you know, I had written them. They were like a skeleton in Australia, but they got really well fleshed. Like, <laughs> yes, really well fleshed out here. Yeah. So they really changed a lot. And, cool. um, and having to do... Yeah, I did this EP with the full band and doing the arrangements of that and trying to figure out like the, the colors or the, the like how each song, um, the vibe of each song, how it all comes together was a, a whole big thing as well. Mm. But 
yeah so yeah two of those songs are written written here what a feat yeah mm. to release your own ep yeah it's a lot of fun i recommend anyone who's writing songs to give it release a go anything. just do it or yeah. not should i release one do it <laughs> uh no angus just stick to what you're good at stick which to, is stick your to radio me. face um great georgia thanks so much have you got any shows coming up um i don't have any shows at the moment um i've been in a bit of my ableton cave like just Mm -hmm. at home working on stuff Mm -hmm. and it's getting very poppy so at the moment i'm just trying to figure out a whole bunch of new work how how that's going to go and also how i would put that together on stage but i love being on stage so yeah it'll definitely be happening um yeah maybe there could be one thing in december but if mm-hmm. not then february I imagine. yeah because you're yeah. going back to oz for christmas i imagine and you so, might yes. do some shows there yes i would okay. love to yeah. yeah my friend um uh brie robertson i think we've been talking about doing some stuff she does she um singer songwriter work and mm-hmm. also lucas laufen is a, a berlin-based australian musician so okay I might hit him up and see what he's up to too. But yeah. yeah, I um yeah, recently I've been working with uh, like dancers on stage too and I would really love to like bring more dancing into this performance. So cool. I just wanna make it bigger and involve more it becomes yeah. a lot more fun when there's more people. Yeah, so absolutely. the more the merrier. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. you're on um you have a Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. Which would, do you have a, do you have a website as well? Uh, I so I have a website for photography. Okay, cool. Which is georgiaginnevin. Uh, yeah, we'll com. put all the links down. Yeah. yeah, and I have a Facebook page. Yeah, GG Music. Yeah, yeah. facebook.com slash gg music y'all. And then I have the EP on Bandcamp and on SoundCloud. That's on Spotify too. So yeah, cool. Everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah. and then if any shows pop up, then you obviously. Yeah, I'll keep yeah, you. Keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'll keep you abreast. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks so summer. much. What I'm a pleasure. I'll be there. Yeah, see yeah. you on the set. Yeah, fine. <laughs> You're both going to Oz and leaving me here in the winter. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Angus. Bye. Bye. Bye.